So I forgot to say it in the body of the podcast, but I believe that Nick Fuentes is in his 20s. He looks like a kid, and for some reason, he's like a Christian, and and he's a virgin. I mean, he's getting close to 30, and for some reason, he's a virgin. So he's a strange individual, plus all the stuff I'll talk about later. Anyways, coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast... Donald Trump had dinner with Nick Fuentes the other day, which is pretty crazy. And, I mean, I don't know everything about it. It looks like Donald Trump did not know who he was having dinner with. But it led to headline articles from every mainstream media outlet saying that Donald Trump had dinner with Nick Fuentes, a white nationalist. And so it was kind of interesting they didn't call him a white supremacist. They called him a white nationalist. I mean, my understanding of those two terms is that a white supremacist thinks that white people are better than non-white people. They're supreme. And then a white nationalist wants to live in a country, a nation, where everyone is white. You know, and I guess... You got whatever you got to do to make that happen. If you got to not let in non-whites, or if you got to kick out the non-whites. And I'm not a white supremacist. I mean, Ashkenazi Jews are kind of the—I don't know what evolution has chosen them to be the smartest. For instance, and it's looking like the Brahmins of India are also better than, you know, white people. Basically, you know, to to be crass about it. They're better than white people, too. And, you know, obviously it depends on what you're talking about. Are they better at going to school and becoming, you know, Yale Law School graduates who go on to head giant corporations and become, you know, billionaires? Or are you talking about are they the best at basketball? I mean, it just depends on what you're talking about. I mean, I guess, you know, maybe I'm the worst. Maybe Maybe I'm worse than a white supremacist. What I believe is that Every group and of people in the world can actually be broken down and be and be judged exactly how good they are at exactly every single thing that you might want to judge them on. Like you know, some races are good at being tall, and then you know, how tall a man is is not really the judgment of his moral worth. But anyways, in the world today. You know, chicks dig it. Let's put it that way. Chicks dig it. So, you know, some races are taller than other races. And so, if that's what you want to rank people by, you can do it. You can rank the whole world by height. And obviously, remember, there's one thing that you can never rank the whole world by, and that's intelligence. We'll leave that one alone. And then, like, white nationalist. I'm not a white nationalist. Um, but obviously, a, a lot of the nicest countries in the world are, like, white countries. And then you just got that very tricky trade-off, which is, do you let, you know, millions, possibly billions of black and brown people move into the white countries? Is that, you know, is that what's best for the earth or for, you know, humanity? Or is that just too many people moving too far a distance and we need to figure out a way to help the black and brown countries across the world, you know, prosper more so that they don't feel like they have to leave? I can't remember exactly. I think it's Sweden and some other very white country, like maybe Norway. They let in a lot of people from 
Syria and Africa just in general. And then, you know, surprise, surprise, these people are not like, you know, they're, they're not like your average Swedish person with a great education and a super low level of rape. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, whatever, I'm just telling the truth. I'm telling the God's honest truth, no matter how much you don't want, want to hear it. But anyways, it turns out that the people who moved to Sweden were not as educated and they liked rape a lot more. I mean, that's just the famous one. The, rape is the famous thing for the immigrants to Sweden, but it's just, it's social dysfunction. Swedish people are super high functioning socially. And then the immigrants that moved to Sweden had a lot of social dysfunction. You get it. And so, you know, some Swedish people are like, we want a country that is made up of Swedish people and we don't want a bunch of socially dysfunctional uh, immigrants coming in. And then, you know, if whatever, you can call that white nationalism if you want, because whatever, it's not it's not Irish people moving to Sweden. If it was Irish people moving to Sweden, I don't know what you'd call it. I guess you'd just call it nationalism because uh, they're both white. But anyways, if one group is white and one group ain't white, then you call it white nationalism. And so is Sweden being rapist, <laughs> rapist, is Sweden being racist or if they are they just trying to not get raped? I mean, you know, you, dear listener, can decide. But anyways, the mainstream media likes to call people racist or white nationalist or whatever. And usually when they do that, it's because they have no argument. Like, I wouldn't call someone a white nationalist. I would say that someone believes that America should be a nation of white people and that we should kick out all the black and brown people, right? Then you would know. Like, you know, here's their quote where they said, America should be only white people and they should kick out all the black and brown people. And then you would know. It's not, not my opinion that they're a white nationalist. You can see that they said it themselves. And so I don't have the quotes. I'm not going to bother to go look them up. But I believe, I think, as you know, there's a greater than 51% chance that Nick Fuentes has said that kind of stuff. That America should be only white people and we should kick out all the black and brown people. And I think he said some stuff about the Jews. You know, the Holocaust didn't happen and, uh, I don't know, Jews are evil. I mean, if you say the Jews are in control, you know, disproportionately in control of powerful things in America. I mean, that's a true-ass statement. Like I've said before, I love the Jews. It doesn't bother me at all. But if you say the Jews are evil and they're controlling stuff, then that makes you a anti-Semite, you know, that's racist against Jews, which, you know, I'm not. Let's put it this way. I don't follow, like, crazy racist people on the Internet, and they've all been kicked off the Internet anyways, but there was a guy named Richard Spencer... Well, you know, I never never watched a video of him or nothing. But anyways, he, I'm pretty sure he put up a, he did a Heil Hitler. Like, he, you know, he was, he, was, he was talking to a crowd of people like him, and he did a Heil Hitler. So I'm pretty sure this guy, Richard Spencer, like, he's a real racist. Like, I pretty much guarantee you, Richard Spencer is a real racist. And he's been kicked off the internet since 2016, I think. And then if I had to guess at the next famous person who is a real racist... I'm less certain about it, I would say Nick Fuentes. So I believe what happened is that Kanye West, you know, he's he's in his, he's, he's always in his manic phase. You know, he, Kanye West is bipolar. He only seems to be manic. I mean, he's got energy for days. He can't stop talking. He's doing blah, blah, blah. 
And so he got together with Milo Yiannopoulos, who's a, I don't know, kind of a anti-woke person who stirs stuff up, who got kicked off the internet a few years ago. Gay. He's a gay man. He's a gay man, which kind of cut him some slack, but he got kicked off the internet because he said that he had sex with a priest when he was like, I'm making this up, when he was like 13, and he liked it, and he said, it's fine. If a priest and a 13-year-old gay person want to have sex, then that's fine. And then that's what got him kicked off the internet. And so Trump wants to be loved by black people, just like a lot of white people do. And so Kanye was like, hey, let's do a dinner together at Mar-a-Lago, Trump's house in Florida. And Trump was like, sweet. You know, I want rappers. I, you know, I, I, I want to hang out with rappers and look like I'm real cool. And so Kanye West went to this dinner and he brought Milo Yiannopoulos, which is not the big controversy, and he also brought Nick Fuentes with him. And we haven't heard this yet, but I kind of think the way that people know each other is that Kanye and Milo Yiannopoulos have both been banned from Twitter, like Milo years ago and then Kanye recently, and then Elon Musk unbanned those two people. I don't think he's unbanned Nick Fuentes, but anyways, I think... He unbanned those people, and then I think there's kind of like a, well, basically, I think Kanye, he got banned, and he got unbanned, and he heard about all the other people who got unbanned, and then it's like, oh, I heard of you, I heard of you, because you're like me. We all got unbanned by Elon Musk. I think that's how they know each other. And then it's like, you know, and there's only, I think they're saying there's like, when it was, they said 5%. I don't know what that means. But so someone was saying 5% of the people who got banned have not been unbanned. 95% of people who got banned, I guess like famous influencers who are on the right in some shape or form, 95% of them got unbanned, and then 5% of them have not been unbanned, Alex Jones being the most famous person. But I think Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes, and you know who knows what, probably Richard Spencer. But so I think they were having this nice dinner... And then Kanye told Trump that he would like Trump to be his vice president running mate, you know, which according to some sort of sources, Trump did not enjoy that. And then Nick Fuentes was talking to Trump and he's saying, you know what, we, we, we liked you back in the day, back when you were a fighter, back when you stood for stuff, not like now that you're like a, I don't know, mild. You've gotten too mild. You've gotten soft. You're not hardcore enough, Donald Trump. And I think, you know, Donald Trump was enjoying that. He's like, yeah, you're right. I need to be more hardcore like I used to be. Because people are telling him to, like, you know, calm it down. Don't say the election was stolen. He's like, yeah, I want to go out there and say the election was stolen or whatever. You know, Mexico is sending rapists over the border. Whatever it is that he used to say that he he knows a little bit better. He can barely control himself from saying it. And, you know, I don't know what kind of idiots Donald Trump has on his side running his campaign, helping him do stuff, but... Anyways, they're stupid, but they're not completely stupid. And so eventually one of them realized that Donald Trump is having a fun conversation with Nick Fuentes. They looked up who that was. They're like, holy crap. Like, you know, this guy's considered the most racist person in America or something. And so they told Donald Trump, look, man, you got to <laughs> you, you can't be seen with that guy. You can't be talking to that guy. And I think Donald Trump left the party, shut the whole party down and whatever. I want to say that he maybe he's paying for their flights or something. So he's like, all right, you guys are all on the next airplane out of here. And so I have two feelings about this situation. 
First off, I do not want Donald Trump to be the next president. And I really, what I really don't want is for him to run, you know, to be a candidate for the next Republican nominee. I want someone else to get in there. And so from that perspective, I think, I think basically he got uh, blindsided or sabotaged. And so that part is good. So, you know, it, it's good. Have a white supremacist. Go have a conversation with Donald Trump. And then, you know, make a bunch of news stories and people will think Donald Trump is racist and then, then he won't be the Republican nominee. So all, all that is good. And then on the other hand, it was a setup. Donald Trump didn't know who this guy is. It does not prove that Donald Trump is racist. I mean, I don't like Donald Trump, but I also don't think he's a racist. And so what's going to happen with this is that all the mainstream media is going to lie and say that this proves Donald Trump is racist. I mean, they're always, they're always proving Donald Trump is racist. You know, like if if you proved it at the beginning, you'd be done. But they're they're still they're still proving that he's a racist, and the reason why is because they've never proved it. They've never actually proven it. So they're like, this is the one that proves it. It's like, well, what do you mean this is the one that proves it? I thought you proved it fifty times before. They're like, well, fuck you. And so I guess what I don't like false accusations of racism, even when it's against Donald Trump, and I want him to lose. So, anyways, mixed feelings there. Oh, and like I said, like, I don't want Donald Trump to be the next anything. And so if I was a rich person, I would certainly, you know, pay for plane tickets or whatever to get Kanye West and Nick Fuentes together and then go hang out with Donald Trump. You know, like whatever, whatever it is you got to do, the political finagling. I think, you know, that would be that would be money well spent if you want to take Donald Trump down this was a great way to spend one's money. Now, I don't know. You know, Maybe Trump paid for it himself. Maybe he's taking himself down with his own money. Or else there's you know 3D chess going on and someone's paying for this stuff to happen. And if that's true, they're doing it good. Like if, you could get, if, you, if, you, if you could sucker Trump into something like this every few months, I think he, he'll, he'll be toast. Right now you got two years to go before he tries to be president again. But... Uh, <laughs> this is it's not a good start. It's kind of like falling flat on your face. I'm watching the latest NBC Nightly News episode. You know, so I assume this is the worst thing that Nick Fuentes has ever said. I don't know. But they got a clip of him saying that white people made America great when America was created, you know, in the old days. And they're going to do it again. So, you know, it's not a good thing to say, but uh, if that's the absolute worst thing he's ever said, then that's not that impressive. I don't know. I, I feel like he said worse things than that, but I don't know. So I'm watching the NBC Nightly News on YouTube to see what they say about this. And they say that Nick Fuentes is a white supremacist and a neo-Nazi. So, you know, there's your adjectives. And they may be right. He might be all those things. But in any case, they don't provide any evidence. They don't provide any quotes. They just, you know, if NBC Nightly News says you're a neo-Nazi, then I guess NBC Nightly News believes that they have done their job and and now everyone knows that you're a neo-Nazi. And so here's my anti-woke idea on that. Is like, if they were to provide evidence that probably exists, that Nick Fuentes is a neo-Nazi, then it might start 
might get people starting to think they're like, oh, well, you provided evidence. You were correct. You were correct that Nick Fuentes was a neo-Nazi. You provided evidence that he was a neo-Nazi. And then the next time they call someone a neo-Nazi, it's going to be like, well, why didn't you provide evidence this time? So basically, when you lie about someone, you know, basically, it, it, ten, ten, if ten times in a row you make false accusations against someone, and then you finally have someone where the accusation is not false, you probably don't want to. You probably don't want to act any different. You don't want to act any different that time because it might call attention to the ten false accusations, or whatever. Anyway, just a little anti-woke thought there. Twitter handle at anti-woke podcast, and thanks for listening.